Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton. Longhorns grab another commitment. This time, young man from Teague, Texas, originally from Marlin, played his first three years of high school ball there. Darian Gallette, blue chipper, uh, commits to the Longhorns over Texas A&M and Ohio State. Keeps the momentum going against the Aggies a little bit after a, a little bit of a, a blip in the radar there with Anthony Hill. But this is a big pickup for the Longhorns. Jerry, tell us what you know a little bit about uh, uh, Darian Glett. I know you've been by the high school and seen him in person a bunch. Yeah, I have been. Uh, been lucky enough to see Darian a few times. Um, been through the high school just to visit with him, visit with the coaching staff. Went to see him at a track meet in the spring, which I, I got to tell you, Bobby, that may be the most impressive thing about Gillette right now because he's an upside guy. He's a guy whose best football is way out in front of him, right? He is, he, he is at a small school. Um, he plays four sports, so he's not a, a guy that's as developed in one sport as a lot of the kids coming out of the Houston or Dallas area from your power programs. So watching him in the track at a track meet is just unbelievably impressive. And obviously, Remotes Taylor is the uh, his track coach at Marlin. Uh, but just seeing him at a regional uh, qualifier meet was seeing a guy that's 6'3", 225, 228, whatever he was at the time, long jump 22 feet, I mean, and not even hit the board, right? I mean, he he had tr he has trouble timing it because he just doesn't train for it. And then seeing a guy that can run an 11 flat or 11-1 and anchors a four-by-one relay team and can triple jump. I mean, he can do whatever. He's one of those guys that, you know, if Marlon needed somebody to come out and play on a tennis team, he'd probably do that pretty well too, right, at the small school level. Those guys are just different level athletes. And that's what he is. Now, he had a he, he did hurt his knee in basketball here, and he's going to miss his entire senior season, but he's a December graduate. So that's actually a benefit to being a December graduate is if you're going to miss your senior year with injury, you get in to uh, the University of Texas and really get get through that rehab process. But I think his best football is way out in front of him. I, I think because he's played so many positions, he's played quarterback, he's played split out uh, wide receiver. He's played safety. He's played linebacker. I mean, he's kind of done jack of all trades like a lot of kids are at the small school. And some people would say, well, then he's a master of none. Well, he just has to develop. Um, and I think that's the, the biggest part of his development for me, Bobby, will be answering the call physically at an SEC level. Because athletically, that's a given. I mean, he, he's a reactive, quick guy. You can see it on the basketball court when he's 40 inches off the ground dunking a basketball. You just see the explosiveness, the quickness, the twitch he has. Uh, but I think it's going to be answering the call physically uh, because it, and once he settles into that hybrid role that the DeMarvion Overshone is going to play this year for Texas, that linebacker, edge, rush guy, that hybrid role, once he settles into that, gets that confidence in that knee after the rehab, it's going to be how physical of a football player are you going to be? Because you're, Texas is moving to a, confident, a conference that's going to require it. Yeah, it's it's the whole play through contact, right? Yeah. He's going to have to do that. Um, You mentioned, he, he, I mean, he's also a star for them on offense. We're watching just defensive clips here, but he's a star for them on offense. He's also, I mean, co-district co MVP uh, as a uh, junior, also on the basketball team and and has some resounding dunks. I mean, the explosiveness and the athleticism is just there in spades. And uh, I feel like, you know, Longhorns uh, in general need that. After watching them practice uh, yesterday, Jerry, they need more athletes that are elite on the field. Let me ask you this, Jerry. You you followed his recruitment, not just how good he is. Mm -hmm. How did Texas end up winning the day? 
it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, I think it's great relationship building. I, I really do. A lot of people will say, well, Dre Bledsoe is from Marlin. He's at Texas. I don't think that had anything to do with it, really. Look, I, I, Texas, the entire defensive staff, Steve Sarkeesian, um, Jeff Banks was part of that recruitment because he was very he's very close with the head coach at Marlin. So Texas had this recruitment surrounded, but they built really strong relationships. And that showed up in an April unofficial visit. Um, talking to Darian after that visit, talking to people close to Darian after that visit, just how well Texas is doing from the relationship standpoint. It, it's a consistent recruitment of Darian Gallette. I'm not sure all the other schools, you know, Texas A&M, um, Oklahoma made a strong run of that June, first June official visit weekend, Ohio State, Alabama. But, but whether it's due to coaching turnover at an Oklahoma whether it was due to Alabama, how hard are they going to push on certain guys? Texas was a constant there, and and, and that mattered in this recruitment. And, yes, he's tight with Samaje Burrell, um, John Tay Cook. They all play youth league basketball together at, with Ron Holland, by the way, one of the top basketball prospects in the country is visiting Texas September 10th. But, yeah, so there's familiarity with the, a lot of the kids going to Texas, and that's really how these recruiting classes gain the momentum or, and are built. But this is still a relationships business, and the relationships the coaches at Texas developed with Gillette and the people around him mattered at the end of the day, especially for a prospect that has a major injury. Those relationships matter that much more. And I think at the end of the day, you give – uh, Coach Choke, PK, Banks, uh, Terry Joseph, whoever assisted in this recruitment, um, Bo Davis, whoever had any part of this recruitment, it was a consistent effort by the Texas staff, Steve Sarkeesian, of course. And I think that won the day. Yeah, and you think about it, Bo Davis was up there last year recruiting Jure Bledsoe, so right. a lot of things. Um, we brought up on the screen, Jerry, the industry rankings across all four major recruiting services. And what I want you to talk about is where we at on three, you can find this page, by the way, if you're looking not only for Galette, but other prospects on the InsideTexas.com website, where it's a really easy, quick way to see how everybody ranks every uh, individual player. Uh, what are you, you're obviously involved in the rankings process at some level at on three in, in football. Uh, why are, why do y'all have him rated where you do at this point in time? There's just not many guys that are 6'3", 225, that have that level of twitch and athleticism and speed, um, ball skills. I mean, you mentioned him playing offense. I mean, he's had 1,400 yards receiving last year. I mean, it, it, when the ball's in the air, he can go get it like a wide receiver. Um, and so there's just not a lot of guys that have that type of skill set with that type of size and that type of athleticism. And, yes, he's still got to become the football player that we think he can be. But from a prospect standpoint, there just aren't many guys like him. I mean, if you, if you think about it, Ohio State doesn't come down to Texas to recruit too many defensive players and really want those guys, right? So that's a sign. AM and Texas don't battle on a lot of guys, um, but they battled on this one. And, and when you think Brent Venables, who has done pretty well over the years 
evaluating defensive players. When he gets to Norman, they make him a priority and they work to get back in on it. That tells you that, yeah, we're we're higher than others in the industry on Gillette. There's a reason for that. But if you look at who's recruiting him and, and the way they've evaluated, it kind of falls in that in, in line with what we're thinking. Uh, but he's got to go be that player now. He's got to recover from his injury. But, Bobby, there just aren't many guys that are that big with that type of athleticism. And the other thing is when you talk to him, and I told Charles Power this, when you talk to Darren Gillette, he's an intelligent kid. I mean, he's a kid who, you know, he's not going to struggle to learn. He's not going to struggle in a, a defensive room. He's going to be able to pick things up. He's going to understand his father's a, a varsity assistant football coach and varsity girls basketball coach wasn't Marlon now he's grown up with it family of athletes uh, so he's got that understanding of sports in general so when you add it all together I think you have a prospect that with a very very high ceiling and these are the guys that you hope reach that ceiling I mean you know you watch them and you say man this kid could be really good Bobby and you want him to maximize that talent and get there yeah I, I would just say this to anybody um 6'3", 225, long jump, 22 feet, run on the anchor of a state qualifying relay team, uh, throw down dunks like it's, you know, crazy, uh, catches 1,400 yards where the pass is. Those guys don't grow on trees. No. So, <laughs> anybody questioning his ranking, I, I think they just don't get it. Uh, and sometimes re recruiting is just – understanding recruiting is just not that hard. All right, hey, Jerry, this gives Texas – uh, 21 commitments on the campaign. What do you think of Longhorns class? How does he fit in it? Um, and where do they go from here? I, I think it's a huge win at a position of need. Look, linebacker and edge. When you look at defense, those are the two positions in this recruiting class. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. That or Paramount. And look, Texas taking some hits um, at the edge position. I mean, Colton Vossett going to... To Oklahoma, it looks like Braylon Shelby probably goes to USC on Saturday um, unless things change in the last 24 hours. So Gillette having that position versatility, and while he does come in as a linebacker, I think it's very easy to see a guy that's going to be 6'3", 250, 255, playing off the edge long term. That doesn't mean he can't play linebacker because he's got the ball skills and the athleticism, but I, I just think he fits a real need in the program, Texas has to find a way to generate pass rush. They have to recruit the athletes to generate pass rush. And I think they did that in Gillette. Gotcha. Um, so this obviously Texas at 21 uh, commitments right now uh, with the addition of uh, Gillette. Uh, Jerry, you think about it and we, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, right? Um, what's next for Texas? Um, obviously, we know of two guys that are coming up on decision soon. Uh, we expect Cedric Baxter, the nation's top tailback out of Orlando's Edgewater High School, uh, to make his decision on August 10th. That's what he's saying he's going to do. And then we just heard recently as this week that uh, Jordan Matthews, the, the cornerback out of Baton Rouge Woodlawn, is going to announce on the 15th. So Galette goes on the 5th. 
Baxter on the 10th, Matthews on the 15th. What what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think Cedric Baxter, look, he, I, that one's been a lean to Texas for a while. I'll be surprised if it doesn't go Texas direction. I've been wrong plenty. Uh, when you're in this business two decades, it happens, right? You can have great intel and it changes. I, I just think everything lines up with Baxter and Texas. Great relationship with Tashard Choice. And look, I'm always genuine about it. I, I underestimated that when Choice got to Texas. Everything I was hearing was, you know, Florida, Georgia, Bama, early on, maybe Miami with Baxter. And I even actually put in an RPM initially for Florida and then changed that to Texas. And that's how the business goes. That's recruiting. Uh, so to, to shard Choice's credit, I underestimated how strong that relationship actually is and how much that would carry over from Georgia Tech to Texas. And then the offensive scheme at Texas was Sarkeesian, Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson, gone to the NFL, right? I mean, Bijan technically has two years, but come on. I mean, after suffering injury last year, a healthy, productive season, he's got to go pro, and everybody would tell him that. Um, so the, the depth chart is favorable. The offensive scheme is favorable. His best relationship with a running back coach is favorable. The biggest question was then, would he go far from home? And I think the answer right now is, you know, with Texas, Texas A&M, two of the really the four with Miami and Florida, he, he's he's considering. I think the answer to that has become, yes, he will. Um, so I just think that everything's lining up for Texas in the backs of recruitment. And that would be a massive win for the Longhorns. I mean, it, you know, Arch Manning, number one ranked quarterback, Cedric Baxter, number one ranked running back. I mean, that that is some pretty special stuff on the offensive side of the football. Bobby took a look at all the wide receiver talent yesterday in Austin. So the pieces, if Baxter goes to Texas, are really coming together on the offensive side, the young offensive line. Jordan Matthews, huge recruitment for Texas. Look, this staff is set up to recruit really well in Louisiana. And Brian Kelly's getting it going at LSU. They're starting to build. And LSU's going to sign top 10 classes. Anybody doesn't think Brian Kelly's going to sign a top 10 class because of his personality's nuts. The guy's a winner. There's talent in that state all over the place. And you're in a, the most talented region in the country by far. So LSU's going to sign top 10 classes. People need to get past that with the Brian Kelly hire. But Matthew's father began his career at LSU, transferred, um, and then, you know, Nick Saban was in on that recruitment. But it's coming down to Texas, Tennessee, and Michigan. And with Jordan Matthews, it's a guy that Terry Joseph has targeted for a long time. And Terry's done big work in the state of Louisiana and the Pelican State, as I always call it. Bo Davis has a connection with Jordan Matthews' father, another coach that Steve Sarkeesian hired with great long-standing ties in the state of Louisiana. Then Brandon Harris. Uh, in the recruiting office, is from Louisiana, played at LSU. Uh, so there's so many connections on this staff to Louisiana. It's not a surprise if Jordan Matthews commits to Texas on the 15th. Because, again, it's similar to the Gillette recruitment. Texas has this one surrounded. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
they they know all the buttons to push. They know the champion of the recruitment to use a Bobby Burton old old school term, right? Who's the champion? You got to find the champion to get the kid, right? And I think Texas has this one surrounded with Matthews. And again, now I'll say this: a position of need, cornerback. I mean, that is still the secondary at Texas, and I'm sure Bobby will talk about this more as we get closer to the football season. That's still a position Texas needs to talent level up. And, and Jordan Matthews is a 6'1", 175-pound kid that ran 10.66 in the spring. And the 200-meter times back up the 100-meter time. And seeing him in person in Austin last Thursday, he is a well-built 6'1", 175. He's wiry strong, but he's got some definition. He's going to come into the college he commits to physically closer ready to play than a lot of cornerbacks do. I, I find it interesting, Jerry. Um you know, I think that what happened was Terry Joseph had found someone that he really liked early in the game. And, and college coaches do this, right? Yes. That's part of their job. They find guys they really like and recruit them really, really hard to make sure they know their priorities from day one. Terry Joseph did that. Uh, yeah. and Texas did that uh, in general uh, with Jordan Matthews. Then he got to spring track season and he popped off a 10-8. Then it went down. Then he went into the state track. I mean, that's when LSU and Alabama went, whoa, whoa, we we need to recircle. You know, <laughs> we may have not seen what what Texas saw early. And they did. They did. I mean, let's they were both late to the party. Uh, some other teams were, too. Um, right. But I, I feel like this is one of those ones where you and I both know Texas got in early and, and really made him a priority from day one. And if it pays off on, on uh, the 15th of this month, I think Texas is going to be uh, better for it. Uh, so Darian Gallette, uh, to wind up here, Darian Gallette, uh, linebacker out of uh, Teague, Texas, has committed to the Longhorns. He becomes the 21st commitment uh, for the Longhorns on the season. Longhorns continue to have a top five ranked recruiting class. Uh, they continue to compete against the nation's best. And uh, Steve Sarkeesian and his staff are doing a good job on the recruiting trail even as uh, college football gets started with the team in uh, practice right now. Um, I want to say one thing real quick. At Inside Texas, where uh, this news broke first today, uh, we have a special offer right now. It's 50% off for all new subscribers. We want you to give us a try if you get a chance. And like we're saying, commit to Texas. In <laughs> commit to Inside Texas, actually. Give us, uh, give us a chance. We think you'll really like it. Uh, Eric Nalene, the publisher, Myself, Jerry, Justin Wells, Joe Cook, uh, Ian Boyd, Paul Wadlington, uh, we're all there. Even even Will Gallagher, the guy that does the photos for Inside Texas, I think does a tremendous job. If you're yeah, Tommy Yarish, Tommy, Tommy Yarish. new guy, he's doing a great Yarish. job with videos. Yeah, yeah he's doing some stuff with with our, our video stuff, and we're trying to up amp up the production. So, all right, uh, for Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. Thanks for watching this edition of On Texas Football and Darian Gallette. Hook them.